This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. Call them every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shot with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Oh, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. And welcome aboard. I'm Rick DiPietro. Not down on you at all. You are. I don't understand, honestly. Rick climbs the rankings. (laughs) Am am I in the cellar now? And there it is. I'm back, baby. I'm not going to sit behind Dan and Dave, my co-host. Speaking of which, Dave Rothenberg. I haven't watched porn in a very long time. (laughs) Yeah, right. Our amazing producers... Fearless leader, glue of the show, RJ Santillo. Oh, the Jets, they, they should be playing soon. <laughs> a game in September coming real Easy. quick. Yeah, let's take shots at the Jets because you're nervous about the Niners. That's nice. Real mature. How about the very handsome, very single, by the way, ladies, Raymond Santiago? He'd literally try to shove it oh. down your throat. Wouldn't be the first time. Big shout out to the company. Thank you for getting up with us on this Thursday morning. We are DNR, the R&R boys. Maybe Vuvicek. Uh, give him a break, would you please? The guy was calling from New Mexico. It was very early. Uh, call us what you want. Don't ever call us, ladies. You can hear us every weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here on 98.7 ESPN New York. Number to call, 1-800-919-3776. Sucks to be you, RJ. Sucks to be you, RJ. We got an unbelievable show planned for you today. What do you want to do in the, in I know, the final Be hour? fun. Yeah, that's all I ask. Just be fun. Uh, Knicks with a good test at home tonight versus the defending champs. Jim Harbaugh back in the NFL only days away from the conference championship games. We'll get you ready for those. RJ, very nervous. I have an interesting jet stat that I'm not going to lie makes me a little bit nervous. Hopefully, Dave, you can talk me off this one, but I don't love it. We got stuff you missed at 915. Everyone's favorite station ID. Big part of the show. That's coming at 8. Always on Thursday at 745. We have no observations. It didn't happen in Florida. But before we get to any of that, let's finally answer the question, or at least try on everyone's mind. Is Dave a little touched? The dictionary defines touched as slightly insane crazy. La 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 la. That's not a great start. He's not responsible for this. I think this just enables you to act like a psychopath. But I am a psychopath. Oh, and there we go. That's kind of an admission, no? There goes Rod Delmore. Bye-bye. And there it is. There it is. I think we've answered the question. Here he is. I say slightly. Slightly touched. David Hugh Rothenberg. Well, thank you, and that was a lovely open. Well done by you. I know there were concerns from some people that it wasn't going to be a very good open, but you you knocked it right out of the park, so good for you. Congratulations. I took a page out of your book is what I did. I went I went stump Wednesday is what I did. I, I approached the open like you approached yesterday, trying to undersell it a little bit, and you knocked it out of the park. Right out of the park. Well, you knocked it right out of the park, and, and here we are, a Thursday morning. It, today's rainy, by the way. Very rainy uh, thank day. you for that weather update. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Well, yeah. you know me. I'm, I'm big into the weather, and that has been here for quite some time, and it's a, it's a rainy day. Ah, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I you're mean, very I've welcome. Already, already so been dri- through it, but thanks. Drive, drive safely and you know, make sure that you're not, not heavy on the gas and be safe. That's all I can say today on this Thursday. I, I love when I can tell you care. It makes me 
It makes me feel good. I, I, I do care. Uh, there's a lot to do today. Nick's big litmus test game tonight, I think. Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think so. Nice test. Yeah, very nice test. Nuggets, very, very good team. Defending NBA champions, maybe best player in the entire world. They come to the Garden tonight. Should be a buzz at the Garden. Um, so we have, the, we have the Knicks, certainly. We have some NFL. There's, uh, boy, this AFC, this, this is really going to be a problem. Because now you add Jim Harbaugh to a team that has, has massively underachieved, and he's their new head coach there. We have no observations. We have Did It Happen in Florida at 745 or thereabouts. We have the Superbox Bonanza 5 giveaway. And, of course, your creativity with the number. So we'll get into that not once but twice. We've got Stuff You Missed, which is gorgeous, at 915. And, of course, we've got three stars at, like, 953. And for those keeping score at home, we have a big meeting after the show with high level management on the call. Yeah, big time meeting. Big time meeting. Yeah, there'll be no I can't fart in this one. No. 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 I gotta behave myself in this you one. You should have heard me making conversation. The guys, what is it like? Da, 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 da. No, you gotta be at, a, at the top of your game. And I think you will be. I'm gonna be buttoned up. I'll go wear a tie. You're not going to wear a tie. And there's no reason to wear a tie. I'm going to wear a tie. No, there's no reason. And a sport coat? I'm going to be that. No, just I'll wear it. Yeah, maybe I'll wear a sport coat too. I'll be a professional. Arjun, could you see him just showing up to the meeting with only a tie? Like no shirt, no pants, boxers, and a tie? I can absolutely see that. I think the important thing for the meeting today, we have to stay connected. Like you hear like defensive lines, rush is one. That has to be us. We have to stay in our lanes. If somebody gets out of out of order and tries to the win the rush. <laughs> yeah, we have to rush is one. <laughs> if somebody gets out of line and tries to win the meeting, a la like what Rick did at, in John's office, I, I think it could get real sketchy. But here's the thing. You and and well done by you. You really you covered the names so that you wouldn't place blame on anybody. You were directing that at Rick. Rick is the one that tries to win the meetings. Nobody else tries to win the meetings. Well, I, here's the thing, though. I think he usually does because I, I'm, I'm guilty of laughing at it, which is— Because it, of myself. Okay? He, he is himself. However, I think this is—you know, it could, because they say just do what you do, have fun, play your game regardless of the stage, right? We're going to test that today. Today's a bigger stage. Today's probably the biggest stage we've been on since we've been a show. Yeah. Things could be decided today. We don't know. Yeah. So, I, I mean, are you worried, RJ, honestly? I'm not worried as long as we, we play our game, but we do have to put a little bit of a governor on it, I think. We can't we, come out, you know, five wide, throwing the ball, and go three and out. But if that's what we do, that's what we do, no? What if we go three and out, though? We punt? What if Rick's out there just a tie and <laughs> nude from, from the rest? Yeah, I don't, I don't have all the answers, to be honest with yeah, you. I'll tell you what the answer is, boys. I'll tell you what the answer is. Is we got to be ourselves. We got to be the show. He likes the show. He listens to the show. This is a test, is what this is. He's testing us. So ha. you think he. What a he, loser you are, you bleep. He anticipates he, us. Stop it, Ray. You think he anticipates us being loosey goosey. And if we show up buttoned up, we lose the meeting. We'll lose the meeting. Mm-hmm. We don't need to, I don't think we need to overthink this one. We got to show up as ourselves. Yep. Be the show. I think so. I like it. I think we have to. St- we can't go crazy, right? We can't. We can't be going for it on fourth and eleven. But we can be ourselves. That's and I think it. that's what we'll do. Yep. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yes. All right. 
Now we got that all squared. It's a nice away. game plan we just put together very quickly. I, like I think it. I think so as well. Um, all right, so one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. So a lot for us to do today. Knicks tonight, of course. Uh, Harbaugh, the new head coach. I got to tell you, this uh, the AFC, and I know we talk about it all the time. It's daunting, and by standing still, which the, you know at this point the Jets have done because everyone has pretty much stood still. At this point, y- you're, you're going to need to make like the Jets need to have a big off season. You can't stand Pat. You need to make real legitimate moves. Yeah, real legitimate moves. I do. Wait till you hear. I'm not going to tell you now. I'll save it. I'm going to tease it. I'm going to tease you with it. What I heard. What I heard. Uh, Mike Florio say yesterday. Oh, oh, terrifying. Really terrifying. You're you're upset by this. Terrifying because you've been and and I listen. You don't really have another another way to go. You've been very bullish and optimistic with the Jets because I think and you correct me if I'm wrong. Your mindset is what other choice do I have? Right, I've been in the doldrums and in somewhat embarrassing for a very long time. I've gone out and I've I've gotten the best quarterback maybe the franchise has ever had. I have no choice but to be bullish. Right? Isn't that kind of the, the way you've attacked this so far? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's the only way to attack this. Well, I guess it's not the only way because we've taken plenty of phone calls of people that are upset with Aaron Rodgers and feel like you know they should blow this whole thing up. Which I just think is crazy. You haven't well, seen it. It's, You've it's seen stupid. four plays of it. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a stupid take. Listen, I think you could be upset with Aaron Rodgers the way he's acted off the field, but not what, what – if, if, where do you go if you blow this thing up? That's, that was the question I would always ask. Like, where right. to where? Who's the quarterback? Oh, just draft one. Okay, so now how close are we to winning a championship? What puts us closer? It's got. I mean, those people, if that's your take, they have no faith that when Aaron comes back and whatever Joe Douglas does this offseason is going to – Get us where we want to go. Because why would you blow it up? You wouldn't blow it up. You'd be moronic to blow it up. And and if you're Joe Douglas and you're Robin Sala, you're probably going to be out of, out of jobs if you blow it up. Well, right. Well, I mean, if this doesn't work, they're going to be out of jobs anyway. And then right. the, and the other new the other new take that I've seen a bunch now is, you know, look what Green Bay's done with the quarterback position. You know, Jordan Love sat a couple years under Aaron Rodgers. Isn't this? Shouldn't this be the time the Jets draft a quarterback to sit him behind Aaron Rodgers? No, they're not. They're not going to use the tenth pick to draft a nor, quarterback. Nor, sh- nor should they. Listen, I, I think you go all in on where you are now. All, all in. If it means you have to listen, if it means you have to kick money down the road, if it means you have to, well, overpay, you're going to have to. Wh- they're, they're going. They're going to have to. Right. To, to so create some. Y- here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Y- you're going to put yourself, and just understand that this is the way it's going to be. You're going to put yourself in a position where two, three years down the road, it's it's going to be New Orleans Saints-like. That's the truth. You, because you are so all in to win or try to win right now at this very moment that if it means you have to overpay for a T. Higgins or you have to give up too much for a Devontae Adams or you have to give up you know, too much money for Mike Evans or you have to do something to bring in not one but two tackles, you need to do it because time is not on your side right now. No, time is not on your side. And this is, uh, call, it, call it what it is. I mean, this is, this is it for Joe Douglas and, and Robert Sala. If they can't make this work, then... The whole thing is going to be blown up, and they're all be looking. They're all going to be looking for new jobs. So, I mean, you make a great point. If it's me, if it's you, and we recognize that this is it, I don't care what's going to happen three years down the road, two years down the road. I want to know like it has to happen now, and then when it does work, hopefully, and we still have jobs, we can figure that out later. 
Because the goal the entire time when you went all in with Aaron Aaron Rodgers, what this it wasn't a five year plan anymore. It was a as long as Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback. Yeah, hopefully it's it's at least two years, maybe three years, whatever it is. You end up burning a year. I think the I think the most frustrating part. Well, maybe frustrating is not the word I want to use, but I think that the the part of this that I think really upsets Jets fans the most is not just that Aaron Rodgers got hurt, but all the things that you did when when you brought in Aaron Rodgers didn't work. Like the players that he wanted that you brought in. I think that's why there's kind of some animosity towards Aaron Rodgers. Like right. you've heard people say, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers is holding the hostage because the guys he wanted, Billy Turner, Alan Lazard who will still be here, um, but you name the player, Randall Cobb. They haven't worked. They didn't work. So that pisses people off. Right, but did they not work because they didn't work? Or did they not work because the piece that you needed to be in place to kind of run the whole thing was just not available? Right. Well, I think that's I think that's that's how I feel. But You, I think bet, a lot you better of, hope it's that way. Right, but I think a lot of people have a hard time wrapping their mind around the fact that that's that's really the case, that Aaron Rodgers is, because we're not used to having quarterbacks like that, can make the offensive line that much better and Alan Lazard that much better. I mean, he's 40 years old coming off uh, an Achilles. Like, this isn't Aaron Rodgers in his prime. Hopefully hopefully it is the case. Hopefully because he is the offense, and you've heard Garrett Wilson talk about him and everything else, the way he does, that he can make all those things better. But even Aaron Rodgers healthy, I don't think was going to make this offensive line that much better because this offensive line stunk. So that's something that Joe Douglas is going to have to fix. I think the question I would ask you, and Jets fans in general, I think you've asked me this before. Do, mm-hmm. do you trust Joe Douglas to do it? I don't know. I mean, it's, and that's not me like, you know, he doesn't want to give an answer. I, I don't know. I mean, Joe Douglas is weird because Joe Douglas has made moves that you look at you like, my God, what a, what a move. Like the Jamal Adams trade goes unbelievable. Down. <laughs> like what are the what are the great and I'm not even this is not hyperbole. One of the great trades I've ever seen. Like you got two ones for I think it's fair to say an overrated safety is an absolute steal. Garrett Wilson, wonderful pick. Sauce Gardner, sensational pick. Running it back with 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 Brown and and Becton, real questionable decisions. Bringing Zach Wilson back, what are you doing? Head scratching. So I don't know. Like there's great GM in there, and there's I don't know kind of GM in there. I'm I'm really at a crossroads. I think I think the entire and that's what leads me to have some anxiety if I were a Jets fan there's this is a real crossroads and honestly I'm uncertain whether this is great or whether this thing entirely falls apart well this is it I mean this is the chance because I think I think that just in general there are there are GMs that are good at certain things and I mean you mentioned it like Joe's ability to make deals I mean that that deal for Jamal Adams oh my god I mean those are that's a that's a great deal as far as the offensive line is concerned, after we come back from break, I'll give you a couple stats that I was talking about in the open that concern me. I'm not going to lie. So, I mean, that's still a big concern. And then on top of that, I would say I would say because of all the things that you mentioned, some of the, I mean, the draft picks that we're talking about, Sauce, and we're talking about uh, Jermaine Johnson and what he's turned himself into, um, I give him a little bit of a pat. No, I don't want to say a pass. But cut him a little slack because I do think he's a good GM. So as far as your Zach Wilson decision is concerned, I don't know if that was all Joe Douglas. So I don't know about that completely or, or blaming him for that one completely. But I think the other thing 
is when you look at the coaches this offseason that were available, I think myself included, like was there a chance was there a chance to upgrade? Because if God forbid this doesn't work like you mentioned and Douglas is out and now you know Sal is out and you're looking for a new head coach, you're not going to have the same kind of coaches available that were available this offseason. You're certainly not because Harbaugh has, has a landing spot. Belichick's probably not far behind. Vrabel as well. Ben Johnson. I mean, these are coaches. You'd love to have any of them. You're going to get none of them. So this coming offseason and next year for the Jets, it is as big an offseason and a regular season as we've seen from any team in a very, very long time. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I got to tell you, if we ever started to staff... And, like, hire people freelance. One of the first hires I would be willing to make would be Mega Red. This this guy's unbelievable with some of the stuff he uh, he sends on social media. And it's fast. It, it's fast, and it's funny, and it's clever, and it's timely, and it's excellent. So he has you. Oh, yeah. Looking. I got to be honest. Beautiful. That's a nice picture. I mean, just beautiful. He has you. I, and I'm imagining, as, as nice as your body may be, this is not your actual body. Uh, this is not my actual body, no. No, it's a... It's a. It's getting me a little hot, to be honest. It's a, I, I don't blame you. It's a gorgeous-looking male body. Well, I got no underwear on either, if you didn't notice. You uh, can tell I got no undies. No underwear on in this. Going commando. How can you confirm that? I, I look at how low. I mean, look at how low the, the jeans are. They're very low cut. Yeah, very you can low see. Cut. I mean, that's the, that's the pubic area. You can see... It's the pelvis it's hanging out, and you have, you have. I see. I'm not going to say that. But, this is but, what the billboard. This is what the billboard would have looked like had I finished last in the so, picks. So he has you, beautiful looking torso and biceps, and only a red tie. 
and then your head on the top of this gorgeous-looking body. I got to tell you, yeah, stuff like this it makes me. Oh, what's the word that I want to use here? Blush? No, not blush. Warm? I don't want to say blush. No, no, it because you said it. I mean, you did it get we, very warm in here? I am. Well, I'm, I'm schwitzing. schwitzing. Yes, I'm a little. I'm a little hot. Um, it makes me upset a little bit because Why? I think you're right. I think with the people that listen to the show, the people that we know, the people like Mega Red, for example, if yeah. we had the opportunity to, you know, to staff some people, yes, you know, like we could, uh, we could do some things. We could put an A level staff together. What do you think our our going rate would be? Like an hourly rate would be to work for the show. That we would have to pay. Yeah, um, I think we would be. I think we'd, we'd go be very generous, money. right? Oh yeah. Oh, in the hopes that when we are generous, that the person will let us know, hey, thanks for being generous, as opposed to kind of what we deal with now. Right, right. Because we have already expressed tremendous generosity, and that falls on deaf ears. Yeah, just you got to check in. We'll leave it at. They have to check in. Hey, did you get it? Yeah, I sent you a, a generous, really, I think, attractive present. Did you receive it? Oh yeah, I got it. Great. Thanks for telling me. You realize how much different this would be, though? Years and years and years ago, and Santiago knows this because he's been with me since the beginning. I actually, I said to the bosses, I have a home on Long Island. Now, this is me being selfish, too, because it was on Long Island. I will turn it into a studio. Everything. Soup to nuts. We'll have everything you need. Now. Can't do it. It's like the whole house. That way, when Santi shows up, you know, after a you know, long night, somewhere to stay, he wakes right. up, boom, he's ready. Mm-hmm. Make himself a nice cup of Bastello, maybe some, you know, some breakfast if he yeah, wants. But this was, let, let's be honest, and, and RJ, can you chime in for God's sakes and not leave me on an island here? This was not your tremendous generosity. This was not you going to be a great guy. This was I want a studio in my home. So I don't have to travel anywhere for the show. That's that's what this no, no, was. It, no, no, it wasn't my home. It was not my home. It was it was my my dad's. Okay, we'll just take you right behind the curtain. It was it's my a, dad's. It was my dad's house. He was moving. It's in Queens, right? No, it wasn't in Queens. It was no, in Huntington. no, it was, it I was didn't like want to sell it. A mile and a half from where he lives right now. No, no, and it was close. I was doing the show with Alan. It was close to him too, and we figured it would be like the Han and Humpty Studio, like the the house. Here's here's how I envision it. Like activities. Dan Patrick has. Um, no, it's like more like what McAfee has. Because uh, we could do fun stuff for the show, too. Yeah, that listen, pe- like, you know what I mean? Like, Rick wanted to make it a whole... Yes. He wanted to live the show. We're going to be you. together all the time. We're going to be within proximity. Where Would we I have to babysit, though? Could you? I could. <laughs> would you be up for that? I, I don't know. That would be great if you could. Because uh, I can see, like, after the show, like, all right, listen, do these reads for BetMGM, and then if you could watch Milo for a little while, that'd be great as well. You would you would highly infuse nap time for, for me and Rick as well if you could jump in there. You you talk often about how you, you wanted another child. You could have one for, I don't know what. Yeah, but I, to, want my own, I want my own child. Four I, to I 12 hours a week. Child. Be a part-time babysitter. I think so why? You could be like Antonio's uh, real clear, like uncle. Yeah, but an uncle that we that we uh, but here's a problem, Rick. We then have to find a babysitter for Dave. Good Stop point. it. You need supervision. St- you know what, RJ? You're nasty. No, I didn't. and you pretend you're this great. You pretend you're this great, honest, wonderful guy. I don't know that that's even true because you always take shots when you get the opportunity. No, here I we ju- go. I just think we would need Sherry around. That's all. I I can change diapers. I can give bottles. 
You yeah, had, I don't know about that. You had, you had a whole diatribe about how your your second child with Alex, you refused to change any diapers. Yeah, because I didn't want him. Not because I wasn't capable oh. of changing the diapers. When he was little and he would cry, I would say, Sherry, your baby is crying. You might want to take care of him. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Ne- never was incapable. Ever. Just it was really more of a, a, a want-based thing. Did he really just say that on radio? What do you mean? He knows it. Uh, oh. It's not That's specific to, to him. Great. It's great for the self-esteem. This is not Alex-centric. I, I, there was, I didn't want any baby. Are you putting money aside for his uh, therapy bills? No. I think you should. He's great. <laughs> Dave walked into the nursery, looked down. You seem extremely annoying. I hate you. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't say that. I would just hold him out with two hands like under his armpits. Be like, Sherry, your, your baby's crying. You got to come here and change him. I wanted nothing to do with him. Sherry, Sherry, we got an email about the baby. This baby's a bleep. I, I don't want him. That's what Brian said. Brian said that to me uh, yesterday. He's like, what? He's like, Dave really, Dave really likes reading negative emails about you guys, doesn't he? I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, he does. That's not true. He does. Uh, no, I read emails, and if they're negative, they're negative, and if they're positive, they're positive. I can't help what kind of emails they are. Yeah, but the, the way you react to the negative ones, it's it. I mean, it's clear to everyone listening that you enjoy those ones more. Not true. You know what? There's, I could read you this little, one. There's a you little bit of glee I, in there. Here, here's the most recent one I got. All right? Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. It's, 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 it's got a couple paragraphs, but, but sit back. And, and can you line up the calls, please? 1-800-919-3776. Uh, this comes from Patrick DeRosa. Dave, I started listening to the, to the show full-time this summer, and it quickly became a crucial part of my daily routine. I love the chemistry between the four of you and how much you make me laugh. I look forward to it every day. However, comma, Recently, comma, I'm starting to agree with the emailer from two weeks ago who said, quote, I hate you. Your insane behavior initially comes off as charming and funny and cute, but quickly wears off to show the true level that your dysfunction actually happens to be at. You're a 50-year-old loser who behaves like a five-year-old. You incessantly (laughs) gloat when you do well. Started so well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But when things don't go well, you're a huge, whiny bleep of a baby. Stump Rothenberg, joke. If you don't get the question right, bad question. Not to mention it's usually Rick actually taking care of business and answering for you. Quote, loser. You like to gloat about how you're so much smarter than the rest of the show, but clearly you're an idiot and you're the dumbest of the four of them. (laughs) The final straw was this clinically insane behavior with your friend's party. Your friend should have told you to shove it right you know where. The way you're acting is embarrassing, not to mention he's your so-called, quote, very good friend, and you don't even know when his actual birthday is. It's sad that people in your life allow you to act like this and allow you to set a poor example for your own children. I hate you is correct. Best, Patrick Rosa. Best. <laughs> How good is that? I, I had no idea that that's where that was going to go. None. It's it's almost like when he sat down to write that he had he had the best intentions and then, and then he, and then just like craziness took over and then he started thinking about you and that's when the real the real hate came out so I, I so don't blame me I read what's written <laughs> oh all my best it's oh, yeah. it sounds like I, it sounds like you. Patrick DeRosa blames you very much <laughs> I I hope bad things happen to you all the best Patrick DeRosa. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. The question for me, Rick, and I, I think you probably feel the same, is not 
Will Jim Harbaugh succeed in, in L.A. with the Chargers? It's how quickly will that happen, right? Like he, of all the coaches in all of football, he's got to be on that Mount Rushmore right now. In college football or in football no, in general? period. Um, yeah, I mean, you've seen the success that he's had. I mean, he has success at Everywhere San Diego. Everywhere he's gone. University of San Diego. Success at, uh, at Stanford. Yeah. Success with the Niners. Success with Michigan. So, yeah, I would say all of football, he's on the Mount Rushmore. And I think he just got to a point. I know he had, you know, had interview last season with with Minnesota. It didn't work out. I mean, part of this too is he's smart. I mean, he's not stupid. He's a little quirky. Clearly, a, a little bit quirky. But he's a smart guy. Recognized, you know, there were still things that he probably wanted to do at Michigan. You know, his name is always always involved in the the coaching cycle with the NFL. So take the meetings. Just gives you more leverage, uh, more leverage with Michigan. I mean, remember too, dude. He took like. Uh, there was a time at Michigan where he took a pay cut to yeah. stay at Michigan. Yeah, I think they. Uh, I, I guess you're about to say they kind of embarrassed him the way they handled that. No, um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess, I guess. But I mean, it, in the long run, it ends up working out for both sides, right? They get the national championship, right? And now he gets the right job. I mean, I told you what Greeny said. Greeny said that he had a chance to sit with, you know, talk with Harbaugh for an extended period of time and asked him who he thinks the best young quarterback in the NFL is, and he said Justin Herbert. Right. I, I got to tell you, if, I, if I'm the Chiefs, if I'm the Raiders, I'm, I'm not thrilled about this whatsoever because they, they're going to be buttoned up, their defense is going to be better, and you're going to see a better version of Justin Herbert, and, and immediately. Yeah, well, they're one of the teams that you would point to, though. I mean, they're one of the teams that have talent, and you just under, you don't understand, and then you watch, you know, you watch Brandon Staley coach, and you kind of get it a little bit. Like, why is this team not better? Like, they're a perfect example of a, a team that, a really good head coach takes over, and all of a sudden you have instant and results because there's quickly, enough talent. Like, would you be surprised at all if the Chargers were in the playoffs next year? No, but I do no. have some. I do have some terrifying news for everyone in the AFC. Okay, it's not, it's not news. It's what I heard from a very reliable source. I would that, call that, him. Does this, by by the way, by the way, yes, I want to get to your news, and I want to get to it, and I want to I want to highlight how good you are. Can we take a moment to go back to your little black book, my friend? And hot takes, please. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hot takes. Dave is hot, right. Hot takes. Can you go back, give me a, a date? And uh, a, uh, is this correct or not, please? Uh, it's correct. I don't have the date. I got to go back and find I got to get the book to get the date. But it, Dave did predict that Jim Harbaugh would be in the NFL as the head coach of the L.A. Chargers. Round of applause. Can we get a round of applause sounder? Uh, can I get something? Something? Yeah. RJ, can I get, can I I get something from you? I no, I don't want to be mocked. No. You know what? When I say Paris Campbell's going to catch 1,000 yards worth of passes, I get ridiculed and mocked as well. I should. But when I say that Jim Harbaugh is going to be the head coach of the Chargers months ago, that's a hot take. It was a steamy take at the time, and it deserves the props that it deserves. Well, I think you deserve tons of props. Tons. Well, thank you. i got to tell you, though. Yeah. Um, I think part of the hot take was you said Chargers, and I at the time, and this was a while ago. I'll get the, the exact date here at some point. I said, well, what about the Bears? When you when you look at the, I don't want to make this about the, uh, the yeah, NFC. Make it about you. Make it about you, guy. No, I'm not going to make it about me. I don't want to make this about the NFC, uh, the NFC North. But when you look at the coaches in the NFC North, and you have someone like Harbaugh available, yeah. you have the first overall pick, and you're going to just ride with Matt Eberflus. Right. It's it's really questionable. Because really, like, like really we've said numerous times, that Bears job in the history of the franchise, will never be more attractive than it is right now. 
No, I agree with you. Yeah, I don't. Never. And this is and this is the direction that they're going to go. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna run it back with a guy that has never won anything. And I guess we're going to take a quarterback, but well, but we, look at the coaches. Like how many, dude? How many times? I mean, we're just talking about the Chargers now. And why Harbaugh gets that job? Brandon Staley is not a good coach, right? He, correct, I mean, right? No, he's bad. He, he's bad. But you also, I mean, for for the longest time, right? Since I've been a Jets fan, we've been dealing with the best coach in football, and it was evident. Yeah, he's his, he is a better coach than we have, right? And that in football, coaching matters. Look at the coaches in the NFC North that you're dealing with. Dan Campbell, right. Matt LaFleur, mm-hmm. and Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, really good coaches. And I'm rolling with Matt Eberflus. Yeah, it's it's odd. I, I agree with that. Good but, luck. You know, well, we don't know Eberflus is bad. We just don't like him, right? Like we, we No, I don't think he's, say he's bad. a bad coach. I think it's it's more undetermined. Well, you know what? And I'm, I'm sorry to do this to you, and I know you had a, a, a big, you heard this, and I want to get to that in a second. Is it... And I know you're going to be, oh, you're a jerk. Why would you do this? Is it any different than the Jets right now? No, it's not any different. I mean, the, diff- Jet, the Jets are sticking with Robert Sala. I get it. But that's because they have Aaron Rodgers. Like, the, the Bears don't. Well, we don't. They must. I mean, I'm sure they have some idea. But we don't know if Justin Fields is great. And we don't know if they're going to take a quarterback with the first overall pick. Yeah, we have no idea. You're going to you're gonna have to trust in their GM. Who's their GM? Ryan Poles, right? Yeah. And you're going to have to trust in, in him. And you're going to have to trust in Eberflus. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, to go back-to-back years, we had the first overall pick, so you could have drafted C.J. Stroud. And now if you trade this pick and could have drafted Caleb Williams, and C.J. Stroud's already a, is already a right. stud. You, you, ne- you never get up from that, ever. N- never. Never. And then like, you roll a, with Justin a 30 Fields? Year, that's a, I remember when I was 15 years old and 30 years ago when we decided to not take Stroud and Caleb Williams and stuck with the— uh, uh, with Justin Fields and and how it played out, that that's a forever conversation, is what. No, I mean. right? Like you, like you're in a spot now where it's all of a sudden, you know, C.J. Stroud's doing what he's doing. Caleb Williams gets drafted by whoever, has a ton of success, and then Jim Harbaugh's in in L.A. competing for Super Bowls with Justin Herbert. <laughs> right. Which I mean, listen, we don't know. I I would believe happens rather than doesn't. All right. So you heard this reliable source, AFC landscape. What is it? All right. So. Well, let me ask you this first. Do you yeah. think that Mike Florio is a pretty reliable source? Uh, yeah, I think he is. Right. I, so, I think he, he gets he gets some stuff wrong, but yeah, I think he's a reliable right. source. Well, everyone's going to get stuff wrong. So sure. this is this isn't he's not guaranteeing anything. But this is what he said. How how concerning is that? Like this is concerning from from whose standpoint? From the Jets, from the AFC, from who? I think Jim Harbaugh and everyone else in the AFC. Okay. Probably especially Jim Harbaugh though. And Sean Payton and Antonio Pierce, he said he's heard from enough people that he trusts completely that there's a real chance that Andy Reid retires. Really? Okay. So Andy Reid retires. Well, what would they do? Who would their next head coach be? How do they keep this thing moving forward? Eric Bieniemy. Nope. Oh, no. Yep. No. Oh, yeah. Belichick. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, no is right. Oh, no. Can you imagine that? No. Oh. I, I don't know what I would do. I'd go, I think I'd go missing. Oh, God. Yeah, but, oh. but it's not like the Chiefs are going to be any better than they've been. No, I know. But at least like, there's a thought that maybe you take a step back because Andy Reid's gone and maybe there's, there's no one. I mean, Andy Reid's one of the great coaches. Uh, Andy Reid's a great coach, yeah. Oh, all, of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's Belichick. You at least you got him out of your Belichick? division. Yeah, he's still the AFC though. Oh, that'd be awful. When did he awful. have this little nugget yesterday? I just I just I saw him yesterday. I saw a video of it yesterday. How awful would that be? That'd be terrible. So 
RJ just asked this question. I do want to get to the calls, but RJ just asked a really good question, which I'm, I'm going to pose to you in a couple minutes. And you're going to, you know what, RJ? You know what you do, and it's it's well done. You set me up to ask the, to be the bad guy, then I get yelled at, but you're the puppet master behind the scenes. You do realize that, right? I don't think so. I do. I put the same question in the rundown that I'm almost positive you didn't read. The rundown for today? Yeah, so I think that I- Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't see that. So that, that, See, that was not to make you sound like a bad guy. What it does do is I'm willing to, to stand on this question. I put it out there. I put my name on it. But I did read- Is that because standing on the question makes you taller? <laughs> Oh, wait till you hear the question. <laughs> wait till you hear the question. I'll get my revenge. It's coming oh, in moments. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Why'd you... What happened? Why you sounded like you're shocked? Because it's, see, it, it's so unnecessary. September 8th. And yet, every time it happens, yeah. you act surprised. Rick is just, laugh. Rick's just counting the days till September 8th. I have nothing, guys. Yeah, he doesn't. What's Nothing. September 8th? When the Jets play again. There you go. So, so you, am I going to have to hear you say September 8th for the next nine months? No, Probably. I'll, no, I'll give it up. Because there's only four teams left, so that's, that's the case for most it, teams. If it were me, you would. You know what's going to happen? Rick, Rick is going to root for the Lions on Sunday. Yeah, I've already lost you. Okay. No, I, will, uh, no I, don't care, I don't care what nasty things RJ says. I'm, I'm, fully, I'm fully on board with see, RJ that, that, See, that's a friend. That's great. Listen, I have, I, I'm done with you. I have no reason to root for the Niners anymore, and I'm holding them out like a little bag of trash and, and th- throwing them to the side. They serve their purpose, and I'm done. Not only does he say bag of trash, he even gives you the, he gives you the hand. Right. I'll, take, no. I'll take it in my claw hand, and I'll <laughs> throw it out there onto the curb. See, Rick, Rick, makes, can take it. Rick makes jokes, and he laughs. And Listen, we all have to laugh at each other. You can make fun of my height. I understand. Sometimes I sound like an elderly woman. I can't control these things. I don't think it's sometimes, RJ. What you can control is being a good friend. And not only did you discard the Niners, you did it after they served a purpose for you. Right. But now you're calling them trash. And it, it hurts no, my heart. No. Yeah, you, I'm not calling them trash. Sorry, said, it was a I metaphor. I put them out with the trash. Uh, like, they're trash. I man. think they're a I mean, very good football team. Hmm. I don't think there's anything trash-like about them. I don't, I don't like it. It happened so fast. Your it, issue is this. I'm honest. They're not. And you have a problem with me bringing a level of honesty to the table that you haven't really seen all that much in the past in your life. But I think it's dishonest when you get to this point. You dance with the date that brought you. Here we are in the NFC Championship. We were Niners fans. You said we are the Niners. Yeah. Back like week eight. Right. We get all the way. There's four teams left and you're done. Dance with the date that brought me. I'm at a key party. All right. And I'm. And I'm. Put my hand in that cup, and whenever I find, I'm finding a little Greco party. A little fornication, and I find. Oh, look at this! My keys, sexy lions keychain. He's, he's going right with the sexy lions. Sexy lions, mm-hmm. but but the, the thing is, you didn't pull the keys at random. You you chose those keys. You specifically well, yeah. searched out those. And keys. you think that at a key party, you see a beautiful, sexy, luscious woman, and yeah, you don't, you go don't know her what keys. The, how would you know they're her keys unless you asked her where are your keys? <laughs> I don't know who's key I, I it is. see a woman that I want to spend some time with and have relations with, and I'm making sure I know what key she's putting in the basket. I think the better analogy is this. Is for whatever reason, and the list is too long to start now because we'd have to go to break, that Sherry just said, you know what, enough is enough. I can't take this anymore. And she leaves you. 
Why? Why would she leave me? I'm just saying for the what purposes, the hell is wrong with for you? the purposes of this, why would my my wife leave me? You, 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 you just said you're vicious animal. You just said you're participating in a key party on the air. It's right. a football key party. <laughs> oh yeah, at Shelley's a godsend. That it's not it's not a legitimate key party. I would well, never share my wife with anybody. Okay. Well, for whatever reason, I mean, there's a thousand reasons we could list. So the key party we'll use because you, you got crazy at a key party and you brought home the sexy lions and did whatever you did to it. Champion, uh-huh. champion. But now you want her back. How do I get How do I get Sherry back? So what you do is you start a relationship up with the very sexy San Francisco 49ers and you tell them how much you love them and how much you need them. Then all of a sudden, Sherry gets jealous. She wants you back. And what do you do? Psh, 49ers are out the window. No. Gone. So you don't understand. They used them. No, you have no. RJ feels used. I'm at a key party, uh, and I don't think that's crazy for him to feel like that. Uh, I I had a means to an end, and what I needed to have happen was the Niners stand tall against the Dirty Eagles and the repulsive Carpe Omnia Cowboys, and that's now something that's done. Those teams soiled themselves. I didn't even need the Niners for it, and now. You weren't up front. Wash my hands of them. You weren't up front about your intentions, though. No, you weren't up front. And now, guess what? 49ers are pregnant, and you're the dad. All right. What are are you looking for, RJ? You want a couple bucks? Wow. You want some diaper money? You know what? You you want me to buy you a diaper genie? Those are are kind of low key expensive. No. You you, you want me to put money into a 529? (laughs) You know what? I felt bad about this when I saw it it seemingly was going to happen. Yeah. Vic Fangio. You deserve him. Uh, he's very good. Yep, you're gonna have to play yeah. him twice here. So I I'm, felt I'm bad about it. About that. I'm feel- not thrilled. But you know what? I see your Vic Fangio, and I raise it with a Nick Sirianni. <laughs> it's a good and point. I I, and, and I think I win there. It's a good point. Yeah. I don't like this. I don't like what? when you guys fight. I don't like when you guys fight. It's because he can't take the truth. It's because people have trouble handling the truth on the show and in life in general. No, I think people have a hard time understanding. Like, you in general, like you're supposed to be his friend. So. You're supposed to be his friend, and you just don't. You don't prioritize friendships. No. I'd, I'd lie down in traffic for him, but I'm not. I, I have no reason to root for the Niners. So, at this point. so we. I will. I will grant you this. This journey you want to go on with the the Lions. You were on them in the spring. Take in the it. spring, I was on them in the. In, in, I mean, back in March, April. Yeah, I mean, almost a year ago. I feel like that would be the spring. I think by definition, <laughs> that is the spring. <laughs> so, but here's. I give you one one caveat though. You can't come back. You can never lean on the Niners again to discard the Cowboys, the Eagles, anyone else. You are now loyal to the Lions. No. Yes. No, I'm not. I don't agree to it. You have to. No, I, I, you, you can't force me. You can't come back. I, I can come back. I can come back and then leave and back and do the cha-cha with the Niners. No. Nope. I'm, I'll come no, back no. if if I need you and I want you. I'll come back. No, you can't. You already can. broke the rules. No, you can't come back to this key party because you broke. The I rules. wrote the rules. No. Nope. They're my rules. No, you were, you were caught cheating. Filming the, the keys going into the car yes. key party. Spygate. Yeah, you're out. This is Keygate? This is Keygate. <laughs> you're not conducting yourself in an honorable way. I'm not trying to. Which, which is why you've been discharged. You can't right. go back. Let, 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 no, I do what I want to do, and you guys fall in line. Let's get to the call. <laughs> Wes wow. and East Hanover. Wow. Good morning, Wes. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, company. Oh, man. So as a Chargers fan, I'm excited about Harbaugh, but I'm still a Chargers fan, so Chargers are going to Charger. And then so Rick has to throw out, if Reed retires, Belichick's going to be the coach of the Chiefs. That made me feel even worse. So I, I, I don't I don't, I don't, don't know how to feel today. Um, we don't have a GM. Uh, we do 
have a good head coach, but I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm excited about the hire, but I'm still a Chargers fan, so I'm still very pessimistic. Uh, so I don't know why I think we should compete for Super Bowl. Well, I'll tell you why, and thanks for the call. Um, because you have an elite coach now, and you have, I think, an elite quarterback, and you have a very talented team, and you have the fifth pick. I think there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic as a Chargers fan right now. Yeah, well, I think the other thing that he said, which concerns him, I guess, the most, is the Chargers are going to charge her. That's why you hire. I mean, that's why you hire someone like Jim Harbaugh. I mean, all he does is win. Everywhere he goes, he wins. He took over a Niners team. He wins. He won with Alex Smith. He goes to Michigan. They don't win. They don't beat Ohio State. He beats Ohio State. He wins. They beat Alabama. That was foreign for them. They win the whole thing. I mean, Stanford. Stanford, I mean, their biggest success was John Elway, but they never even won with him. And he goes there, and he wins in a BCS game. All he does is win everywhere he goes. I'll tell you what, though. I'm just sitting here looking at uh, looking at the Chargers salary cap situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bad? I got some work to do. Yeah, but, I, I mean. Uh, yeah, so but, what? okay. All right. Well, we'll start. Highest cap hit for the Chargers this upcoming season, 2024, is? I, uh, Khalil Mack. Yeah. How much? Cap hit? Cap it. 22. 38 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it's like unheard of. Joey Bosa, 36 and a half. Keenan Allen, almost 35 million. Mike Williams. What, what are they, what, who is their Mike GM? Williams, Mike Williams, 32 and a half. Derwin James, almost 20. What are they doing? They have some issues. Well, they have some real issues. Now, can they get out from under? Can they cut these guys, any of them? I have to, I mean, I have to go post, contract obviously. by contract. I mean, Khalil Mack. Um, no, I mean, his cap you, you wouldn't want him. He's still good. Well, yeah. Well, his dead, his, I mean, his dead cap is, is 15. His cap is 38.5. His dead cap is 15. So you would, so, I mean, so you cut him and, you, and, and $15 million is just dead. Uh, $15 million is dead. Oof. But, I mean, listen. This is not going to be. I mean, I think you have instant results because they have enough talent. I mean, this is clearly something that they're, they're going to be a playoff team next year. They're going to have to work on. It. They're going to have to fix. Now, you say that, man, but I mean, it's going to be tough in the AFC. It's going to be brutal in the AFC. All right, and and next we'll get to RJ's question, which I think is a very fair question. Uh, it's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza Five. We're giving away over ten thousand dollars in cash and prizes. All qualifiers will get a twenty-five dollar Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of ten. Superbox prizes. Get your box for the big game by listening to our show, the Barton Hahn show from noon to three, and the Michael K show from three to six thirty. This year's big game payouts are five hundred dollars in the first and third quarters, thousand dollars at halftime, final score payout two thousand dollars. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey, along with Security Dodge. Come get some. For full contest details, go to superboxbonanza.com. We take a break. We come back. Little NBA, but first, the RJ question. All that and more, 98.7 ESPN. Check off that New Year's bucket list with tickets from Vivid Seats. Your home for every tackle, slap shot, and slam dunk. Now, Vivid Seats celebrates fandom with unbeatable rewards like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. With Vivid Seats rewards, you earn with every single purchase. From tip-off to final buzzer, Vivid Seats has a great selection 
and great prices on all the 2024 games that matter to you. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.